<laughs> so I have um start the podcast. All right. Damn, I forgot the intro. <laughs> I was about to say, well. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. I, I really was. Yo. You saw him going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. I hate y'all. <laughs> what what I say? Oh. <laughs> uh, Hey, what's up? It's Peter Rosenberg, uh, ESPN, WWE, Hot 97, all that stuff. I'm live from New York City right now. I'm hanging with Bear the Dog. and You're not listening to the worst podcast, but at the same time, it's not the best podcast. No, no, literally, you're listening to not the best podcast, all right? Talking about real-life issues, real-life things, real talk, real people, all right? Not the best podcast. I'm Peter Rosenberg. Peace. Welcome to the podcast. It's not the best podcast, but the expectations in the name, so you can't say we didn't warn you. Alongside Naldo, alongside Ridge, it's me, the D-I-Z. What's good, fellas? What's good? What's up, everyone? Like we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't speaking a long time. It has really? been a long time. It's been a minute, yo. I had people hitting me up, talking about, like, yo, son, where's the next episode? You know yeah, man. It's been a little while. You know? Yes. No, but we here. We made it. How you guys yeah. doing? Um, I mean, I a lot's you. been going on, man. You yeah. know, I was like professionally, personally. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. for all of us. Yeah. Things yeah. we can share, things we can't. Right. <laughs> but, facts. Know. Facts. Facts. But mm-hmm. we out here, though, man. We yeah. got a day at a time. That's all we can do, right? And be thankful about it, man. You know, we lost a great right. one this week. So you got to be, gotta yeah. be thankful about it. That's true, man. It's so true. Before we even um, hop into that, man, do you guys yeah. want to? Do any um, not the best. Um, so we've been um, potty training or trying to potty train Addy, which has been um, it's had its ups and downs. She has this thing where she really like she'll get mesmerized by the tablet, mm-hmm. and you can't even talk to her. Like you'll talk to her, you'll be yelling at her, screaming at her, and she doesn't hear you, doesn't see you, know nothing. What? And, um, you know, so, I, so she, you know, she's been doing good with the whole potty training thing until she's on the tablet. And then it's like, everything's just out of the window. Um, cause <laughs> she's just mesmerized by whatever's happening on the tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so I'll be like, Addie, why did you pee in your pull-up? And she was like, because I peed in my pull-up. I was <laughs> 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 like, no, but that's not a, that's not a reason. Uh, I need to know why you peed in your pull-up. Can you tell me why you peed in your pull-up? Um, Kabuz, I peed in my pull-up. Kabuz. <laughs> Kabuz. 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 Yeah, so. Um, gibberish. It, it is. So and she does it on funny. purpose, too. So, because uh, she can say because. Mm-hmm. But she wants to be, like, cute and... You know, make it seem like that's crazy that she already knows how to manipulate the cute. Oh, she's super super manipulative. She's been manipulative from birth. So, (laughs) 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 whose side do you think she got it from? It's funny you say that because we have that conversation all the time. And (laughs) you know, and granted, Jessica's not really like that. Right. And now, and I'm I don't think I'm like that. But you know, when we start looking at like our families. I think it's probably on her side. 
cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> nope, it's going in there. It's going in there. That stays. That's funny. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I'm about to start saying kabuz though. Yeah, mm-hmm. kabuz is a cute ass thing. I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna fly when you're 36. Like, you're like yeah. kabuz. <laughs> Someone might slap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay. So I got I got a not the best thing, but it was pretty great to me, man. I finally was able to professionally get my hair retwisted, son. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh, bro. Like, a long time coming. Like, it don't look like much now. I got to shape up and all that, but it's been a week. So, you know, mm. you know, the, you know, these beers be coming in really, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking so, about? This has been weeks. <laughs> he, said, he said it's been weeks since he got his beard shape. For those of y'all, no, I can't really connect on this side. So, mm. when Naldo and, and, and Deuce over here, when they grow their hair, it's like, you know, it takes literally three days. It takes <laughs> me weeks on end just to get this little... It takes me weeks too, but it's nine days of beer right here. He says nine days of beer. Anyway, forget y'all. So (laughs) you went to went to salon, Reg. I went to a salon, bro. I have a story to follow up for that. Copy. Mm. No, go ahead, finish. Shout out to Ice uh, out in South Orange. Uh, That's her name, man. She messed around and gave me this. uh, Oh, you was in the hood, man. I was. I was in the hood, man. Cross the street to see a hall. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Right next door to uh, 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 Club Q. You feel me? Oh yeah, so I went over, over there. there by the Zoes. By the Zoes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that Zoe. Yeah. The the, the barbershop. barbershop. That's yeah. where I got my hair done at Zoes. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ice at Zoes, she did my um, she did my hair, or whatever, and uh, bro, like bang up, like you know, I was nervous, especially with the whole COVID thing. I ain't get my vaccination yet, but like, you know what I'm saying I'm in there though, mm-hmm. and then um. What happened was I go in there, man, clean operation. Everybody's socially distanced, bro. Like, you know, masks was on. Like, I really didn't have to move. She did everything from, like, the chair that I was sitting in. Like, and it was quick, fast, and in a hurry, bro. So it was just like, so I got my hair washed, twisted, styled, and the shape up from the same chair. Mm. Didn't move. Nice. Bruh, like, you know, worth every penny. Uh, ice was cool as hell, man. She held me down. Um, really good people over there as always, bro. So did they bring you uh, snacks? shout out to them, bro? Huh? Did they bring you snacks? No, 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 no. I brought my own snacks because usually it takes like six hours for me to get my hair done. I was out of there in three and a half, bro. Especially being the same chair. What? Nah, son. I had yeah. Gatorade and little, you know, doodads on deck, so I was feeling good, man. Yeah, that's where we grew up getting our hair cut at, man. It used to yeah. be more, more than perfect. Ahead of our time, ahead of our time, yeah. I messed around, I asked her, I was like, Yo, yeah. so how long has been here? She's like, like 30, 40 years. Yep. I was like, yeah. What? Yeah, since I was in middle school, yeah. I was like, Dang, man, because I used to go the opposite way to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, I go, go Yahweh. Actually, after I stopped going to that barbershop, I didn't go to another barbershop for many years. Mm-hmm. And then Gee, man, Gee started cutting my hair, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Zoe's, bro, and Ice, Ice out of Zoe's, man, like. I'm definitely going back, 100%. Yeah. Yesterday I got my my hair cut too, right? Um, so my, my thing is, so actually I went to a barbershop. I'm I'm very particular with barbers, right? Like I don't. My barber that I was seeing prior to COVID, I was literally driving like 50 minutes to go see. He's <laughs> 40 miles away down to Listen, like. Listen, it's it's a real candle, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So like. Yesterday, I was there's a new barbershop that opened around the corner from me called 718. I was like, oh, you know, maybe they might have like a good barber. Like 718 is the Brooklyn area code. So right. I walk in there, it's a whole barber lounge. Like this first of all, there's probably like 30 barbers in there cutting hair. 
Oh. And then they have liquor. <laughs> they have, oh. Yes. There's like oh. a bar and snacks. And it, it was very overwhelming. So I sat in there, kind of surveyed the scene and, and, and like was observing the barbers and see which one I'd probably pick and go to. After like 20 minutes of sitting in there, I got up and walked out and I'm like, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> he said he was overwhelmed. It is. You know? It was too it, much information. It's it's a little bit um, anxiety provoking to walk in there and you see like all these barbers just sitting around and you don't know like, do I go to this barber and just ask him how many more? Do I go to this barber and ask him how many more? What if he's not even that good? And someone is like, yo, why do you pick him for and not me? Like, mm. it's a hard decision, man. If you don't have someone who could go in there and make a recommendation, especially I think at a shop like that, where it was just so many barbers and you know, they probably just like hire people um, mm. just cause you have your barber's license. I mean, I don't think it makes you a good barber. Oh no. Um, no, it's it like, like people have like, dri- people have driver's licenses. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Like and everyone in there, <laughs> everyone in there who's getting a haircut was Latino. So like, I'm like, you have black people here and Latino here. You know, you cut different. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't even know if I really trust these guys to to do my hair. So I left, man. I did it myself. I had Carmen cut my hair with scissors first, and then I took it down with the brush cut with the clippers. Mm-hmm. It was so a lot of hair. Get a close up, yo. Bring your noggin to the camera real fast. I got you right now. Ooh, oh. Your seven is good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it goes seven to two. Like you feel mm. like, I don't know how two is. I tried to blend out. Let's not let's not talk about this anymore. I don't want to show too much. There's, <laughs> there's a whole back and a whole top of the head. Somebody, somebody that views our joint is a barber. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, man. I look good though, man. You look wait, good. Wait till I get the koofy to cover everything up. Oh man, you go, son. You reach a different age when you start blending the koofy into your style now. Like, I mean, yeah, you got sure. a koofy for every for every outfit. Every man. outfit. The mint, the mint green koofy. Big green. That's for Sundays. <laughs> the Easter goofy. You got an Easter goofy. It just looked like a colored egg. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, did you guys figure the Easter bed? Did you guys see the uh the Isley Brothers uh Bruh, the fire joint? Definitely caught oh. it. Definitely caught it. Yo, definitely t- caught it. Let me tell you something, man. Yo, like, Ron Isley, bro. Man. Something like a pimp. Something, something like you mean something like take that part out, man. Pimp. Pimp. That's it. Yeah. It's not a, something like the dude is the epitome of it, bro. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a, I'm a huge Isley Brothers fan. Fine. You know, so I, I didn't think Earth with the fires to the chance, honestly. But, but yo, they was no. they was toe to toe. I don't even know if they was toe to toe. I don't even know. I don't even know. Cause because the thing is like somebody made a playlist on uh Spotify and um so I'm going back and forth and I'm like, oh Isley Brothers got this. Cause the thing is not it's not only um, you know, the Isley Brothers songs, but it's also the ones that they've written, right? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, yo, Ron Isley and uh, Ernie, you know, yeah. let me tell you something about Ernie on the guitar, boy. Yo, bro. Ernie Isley on the guitar. that thing up. Is a okay. bad boy, yo. Bad boy, yes. but, you know, but then when they when they play it, when they play the song, like, in the verses, it's just yeah. like, oh, God. You know what I'm saying? And then just having Ron Isley, yo, just on the microphone. And, and son, let me tell you, let me, did you see it in all though? I no, I didn't see it. I Bruh. heard the recap. Of it it like, started mm-hmm. off so docile, like everybody mm-hmm. was sitting there, like you know, this and that. By the third, fourth song, Ron Isley was holding the cane, not even using it, just yeah, just, just just was, was swinging it. around while he was getting. His... 
Ern, he was <laughs> he was ripping that. Ern was on the guitar. Yo. It's like Ern didn't want to sit down. He was playing the yeah. guitar so good. Yeah, he's bad. On the Earth, wind, and fireside though. My man Verdine was Verdine. showing out with that with the fit. Yeah, it's a good. Ooh. I gotta go see this now. Hey, the thing is, I can't, I can't watch verses like what verses is on. I have to watch verses like afterwards. After, like I, right. I gotta hear the the Hot ninety seven recap mm-hmm. and then go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just watch it live because right. I, it, I, it just doesn't have the same effect to me. I need to really sit down and like Experience know what you're about it. to appreciate. Yeah, I, I gotta sit down and marinate with it. Yeah. I gotta sit down and marinate with it. Like I can't sit, I can't sit like watch all the uh comments that are going back and forth. Right, and yeah. you know, I think that's the best part for me. Me and me and wifey watched the whole thing, man. Mm-hmm. Tony Baker had me screaming. Yeah, Tony Baker. Like, they had me dying. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of artists that sampled from both of them were out mm-hmm. there, you know, showing praise. And it was good to see, man. Give them flowers while they're still alive. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But, the other part is that yo man Verdine's uh lace front or oh, then was a lace front man. I was probably a sew in, yo. Yeah, it was definitely a sew in, bro. He had a sew in on and he was like shining with the yellow and the pink. He looked like an Easter egg, bro. Yeah, I gotta go watch this now. I gotta go watch this. Yeah. It's so good. It, it felt good, bro. Yeah. But Ron Isley after that shit, son. Steve Harvey kind of ruined it though, but all his stories, every yeah. So you can't have a story for every story. You can't have a 30-minute story for every song, Steve. That's what happens when you host too much. You be hosting everything. You just want to yeah. <laughs> just want to talk. Like, yeah, like you think you're just the ambassador of like black experience. Like you just gotta let everybody know <laughs> every experience you ever had in life and think everybody's gonna relate. Shut your ass up, Steve. Play back a song. In 1972. <laughs> I was <laughs> walking to the stove. I was walking to the stove. I paid $3.99 for the album. Was it, no, 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 no. It was three seven and four. That's what birthed Steve. That's what birthed with Tex. That's what birthed Steve Hightower. Yeah, you're right. That's what birthed Steve Hightower. Yo, son. You got to remember, Rod Isley was at the high tops too. Yeah. So, the son, Rod Isley came through with the black top with the the white veneers beard. and the white veneers and the Those white veneers. Teeth. He was shining. Yo, with he the, had new with teeth and all that. Him and Ern had matching he, outfits, but they was different. Yeah, Ern had the. Uh, the the do rag on, it's it's really cool what um versus has been able to bring to us. Yeah, like, for sure. Legends to come back, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like people this you one wouldn't was have, different. People mm-hmm. you wouldn't have ever like seen, like expect to see performing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, um, yeah. Not even again, but for us, you know, like I'm I would never like pay to go to like see old ass Ron Isley. Any, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Or he's like the Earth Wind and Fire. Like I'm not gonna go pay to go see them, but, but to have him on versus, yeah, it was just cool to be able to experience that and yeah. to be able to that they get their flowers, you know, and like people yeah. go and celebrate and watch it. And it also opens up like their catalog to a whole new generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I go back, like I've been listening, I've been listening to Isaac Brothers all week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to mm-hmm. a point my wife is just like, what's the throw up? enough, right? Yeah. She's had enough. But man, listen, Footsteps in the Dark. <laughs> oh my God, yo. <laughs> in the dark. He was killing that <laughs> with, 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 with the, the, the Ice Cube Today is a Good Day beat? Yes. Oh bro. man. Yes. Son. And that's oh the thing too. God. A lot of people did not know that these samples the came right. from fellas, bro. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why I thought that's why I thought the Isley Brothers were really gonna come through and kill it because so many of their songs were sampled in so mm-hmm. much hip hop stuff mm-hmm. that people were gonna hear it and just be like, oh, like all the Biggie stuff, all the mm-hmm. Ice Cube stuff, all the West Coast stuff, like all mm-hmm. that stuff, man, is all taken from the Isley Brothers, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of R. Kelly stuff that you know they didn't really play, but um, good. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did play. The brand, they right? did play Contagious though. 
Um, gotta protect the bread, yeah. son. That's yeah. one song you play because everyone knows the words. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. But yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, the Isley Brothers, man. I love the Isley Brothers, man. Earth with the Fire is cool too. I mean, they're, they I mean, they definitely won the verses. They definitely won the verses, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's like the Isley Brothers like really hit home for me, like because it's so it's so much it's so integrated into hip hop, yeah. and even a little bit of it works with the Fire stuff too. But the Isley Brothers, man, it's just like uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was magic, bro. No lie, no lie, no Sweet. lie. It was good. You got to check verses, it out, though. Man. We lost a a former participant in the verses, man. DMX, former a legend, legend, a great. Yeah, X, bro. Oh man, I mean, it, that was somebody else who I think versus kind of like, you know, kind of like regenerated their mm -hmm. career. Like you know, everyone was back on DMX after he performed with Snoop. Um, yeah. And he was doing interviews all mm -hmm. over the place, man. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, he was uh he was re-relevant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? Yeah. And um, damn son, we lost we lost hard, bro. We lost hard. We lost so hard. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's uh I feel like you know that generation of music, like is is that that 90 95 to 2000 like that 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 that, that was like an era man that would never never happen again mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. you had like um <clears throat> you had like a it was like an era where you had like a lot of underground rappers that would get into the mainstream like a lot of people who mm -hmm. were like you know coming up that were like really grinding you know that's mm -hmm. when you know jay-z kind of took off you had your dmx's you had your big puns you had you know Noriega that was on, on on the underground scene for a long time that, that came out and and you know got to the mainstream, and I felt like you know when people really talk about the golden era of of, of hip hop, you know they they usually refer to you know the early '90s, late '80s, but I felt like something needs to really be said for that that that, that five year span mm -hmm. where um, you know hip hop was just taken to a whole nother level, mm -hmm. especially on the mainstream level. There was, there was definitely a transition. There. It was a bigger trend after after the death, I think, of Pac and Biggie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like th those two icons, like it gave birth to so many new artists um, that were able to come out and, and mm -hmm. kind of, you know, impact the, the music industry in such a crazy way, man. Like it yeah. impacted like culture. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and also I think it, it was a time where rappers were starting to see, were starting to get like real money. Mm -hmm. So like they were gonna be unapologetically like black, unapologetically hood, unapologetically like who they are with money. Um, so with that, I think it, it just offered like a, a breed of like authentic artists. And, yeah. Like, I really rapping. feel as though what you just said there kind of embodied who DMX was, yep. man. Yep, like, I was just gonna say know, that. Unapologetically him. And, and authentic. And authentic, authentic. Like, Like, I remember my first uh, encounter with DMX. Mm -hmm. I was at the crib in my mom's room doing my homework, watching TV, the box. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. And then Get At Me Dog came on the video. <sighs> Bruh, you want to talk about like kick me in my face type shit, bro? Mm -hmm. So then, like, you know, you go on, you go on, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go on, you know what I'm saying? I end up, you know, copping an album down on Main Street. There was a record shop that was down there <clears throat> where you could buy your club tapes too. <laughs> Went over there, caught the DMX joint, bro. And remember this man praying on the album, son. And I was just like, yo, yeah. like, you got get at me, dog, and a prayer on here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you're all in the same album, son? Like, the dude was literally 
um obviously like you know what i'm saying he, he had a scarred life like you dig what i'm saying um but you can see all that shit in his in in in, in his uh, uh in his work bro um and was just playing different fam mm-hmm. different than anything i had ever seen yo and mm-hmm. i and i like vividly remember that video when it first came out can i oh can i tell you my first dmx experience yo mm-hmm. I, so eighth grade seven it was the end of seventh grade i just came back from haiti right south orange middle school walking down south orange ave and then like there's a gang of kids walking down south orange everyone's going to school but the eighth graders this one eighth grader justin justin bowles mm-hmm. he had a boom box with him every morning <laughs> in his boom box we were walking down south orange ave mm-hmm. he'll be blasting dmx's album mm-hmm. and it's literally probably like 30 kids just walking that 30 middle schoolers walking down south orange ave just thinking we were so cool because yeah. dmx was like that was our morning. That was our morning praises. That was our Bruh, morning. That's how you got the day going. That's how we got get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. <laughs> yeah. What must I go through to show you this shit is real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, listen, I would just go quote that same line. <laughs> I was just gonna quote that same line, man. Um, so so my first DMX experience. Um, so in middle school, uh, seventh grade, I was a huge cannabis fan. And um, huge cannabis fan. So, and you know, DMX cannabis. Neither of them had albums out at the time. Um, but there was a, a, a mixtape called DMX versus Cannabis. Yes. And yes. that mixtape. So, I, so I got the mixtape. Actually, I stole it from my cousin Damien. Um, <laughs> cousin Damien? <laughs> yeah, I stole it from my cousin Damien. But um, <laughs> well, we're a lot alike. You can go friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I stole it, you know, for cannabis. You know what I mean? Because that was, you know, that was my favorite rapper at the time, even though he was still underground. And you know, get at me, dog. Came on the mixtape, and I'm like, you know, well, what's I go through to show you shit is real? And I don't really never give a fuck how niggas feel, right, but I still, because I want to, because I have to. Don't make me show you what the back do. And it's like, oh man, like this is different. Like, you know, granted, like cannabis is very lyrical and all that stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. at that time, like you, you know, you, we really like focused on lyrics, but it's like, yo, th- this DMX thing is like something that we've never even heard of. Like, right, like it's nothing that we've never, it's, it's like completely unique to anything that we could have ever experienced. And then, you know, from there, it was just like, you know, the album came out maybe a couple months later and, um, you know, it's like, I listen to that shit every day, mm-hmm. every day. Um, and then the next album came out like eight, 10 months later. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the Rough Riders documentary um, on BET, but uh, I mean, to get an understanding of like that era and like what Rough Riders was and the the, the genius of their marketing, um, which all obviously began with DMX and like how they even grew the Rough Riders brand. Um, but a lot of it is obviously DMX focused because, you know, he was the, the focal point of, of the record company. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, it was just so interesting, man. So interesting, and and I recommend this to anybody who's like a not even just a DMX fan, just a rap fan. Yeah. Um, because you know it, it really chronicles how like yo they used like they would have to go find DMX to take places like the the odors of Rough Riders DIY. Like they would have to go like knock on random doors and windows like the, the places they thought he would be because I don't think they had cell phones back then either. Right. Uh. So like this dude is like really in the streets, and it's like yo like they had to go like you know go find him where they needed to do shit. So had it was- corral him in. Yeah, he had to corral him in because like, yo, he was really in the streets and he was like, yo, this is not making money. Like I got it. And he wasn't like a drug dealer. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like DMX was never a drug dealer. Stick you know? up. Yeah. Like he's robbing the drug dealers. Like he was the Robin Hood <laughs> of the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
uh, and that was his mo. And he wouldn't rob he wouldn't rob people with a gun. He'd rob people with his dog. <laughs> like people, would, like you were saying, like dudes in the street, like the you know hustlers in the street was like, yo, I'd rather be shot than yeah, <laughs> have DM. Like you watched the Wire. Like, <laughs> DMX was like the Omar of 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 Yonkers. Like you know, like Omar would go around and he would like jack all the drug dealers, just you know, take their drugs and take their money. And everybody knew who Omar was in the street. That shit was probably actually probably based loosely <laughs> off DMX. DMX. Got <laughs> uh, it. I remember, uh, I remember the locks watching something with the locks where they were recounting. I, they all grew up in the same neighborhood, I guess. Mm. Um, and DMX used to go visit. Like his grandmother stayed down the street, I guess, from Jada and Styles and them. Mm. And um, they were just recounting stories of like when DMX was like a kid. Like he'd come around. It was like the same DMX that was a grown man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> DMX was like 15 years old. It's like the same person coming around, like, yeah, want to get this album. And like, you know, still trying to hustle yeah. and like talk the same way. And it's like, man. Mm. This kid is wild. Like, yo, they, like people be like, "Yo, don't hang out with DMX. Like, don't hang out with <laughs> don't, don't hang out with Earl. Don't hang out with Earl. <laughs> don't hang out with Earl." Yo, so speaking of which, not get off time for two seconds. Yo, the locks have incredible stories, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they have yeah. incredible. Their story listen to the Mike podcast, Tyson yeah. is probably the greatest story of all time. Like, yeah, we might have to poke Mike up. <laughs> <laughs> They do have. He was getting kind of aggressive with Eve. We might have to poke Mike up. Like, mm -hmm. like we gonna send Sheik in first, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a great story. It was a great story. Yeah. <sighs> but I could not imagine DMX at 15, son. No. <laughs> I could not imagine Earl at 15. Yeah, man. Boomer was probably still a pup. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, chill, bro. Watch documentary, man. It's it's, it's really good. Damn, son. DMX, man. Not just like, uh, you know, musically, yo, like, you know, movie-wise, bro. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, his career definitely was, um, he, he had he had, a, he had an interview with um, Nori. It's crazy as you mentioned him earlier, dudes, right? On Drink Champs. And he, I, I saw a snippet of him when he was just like, yo, son, like, honestly, yo, my life could be, I could, I could die right here, right now. They was like, yo, don't say that shit, man. Don't say that. He was like, no, 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 no. Listen to me, bro. Like I've had a really, really good life. Like you dig what I'm saying? And like, you know, yes, he's gone too soon, like incredibly too soon. What, 50 years old, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, he did have a good life, man. But like, you know what I'm saying? I feel as though like after the versus thing and him, like, uh, you know, like the resurgence and stuff, I think there could have been so much more, bro. Like so yeah. much more, man. I'm, me, I'm there could have been so much more, but I'm happy we got to see that though. I'm happy COVID reintroduced DMX to us for a little bit, you know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like like through the verses, just seeing mm -hmm. him like live on like social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um him being featured even on that the lock song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was I heard the video was crazy for that. The video too. was crazy. It was it, like though. it was like another um it was a mixture of Rough Riders Anthem get at me dog. Like, okay. I gotta check right? it out, <laughs> but man. it was it was just cool that that 2020 was able to to kind of give us a little bit more DMX man. And mm -hmm. you know what? For someone when you when you can live like unapologetically, authentically and be be you and then makes be successful at it, like what else do you really you want? want? So I, it's right. a dream, man. I really feel him on that, like, yo, he was happy. You could see how happy he was, man. Like they could just he just didn't care. Like mm -hmm. he was just just content where he was, what he'd done. Um and his faith was always strong, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's another thing. Just him having that faith and knowing like yo, he he did it. He, like, he did what he needed to do with his time here. Yeah. It was almost divine, bro. Um, the way that the timeline was set up with him doing the verses and 
you know, you know, regaining relevance and then like, you know, his pretty much untimely death, man. It was like you said, Norma, man, like it, it brought back memories of like, you know, my first time seeing him or like, you know, how his music made you feel or like just bumping his shit before a game, just knowing that it was going to get you there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. little things like that, bro. Like, um, and that's why I remember when, when, when it was all said and done, I remember a dude sent us the, the text. And he was just like, yo, man, like, this shit really got me bugging, you know? And I was just like, yo, something like, Rip, me too? Like, that was a big part of, like, me and our age, like, our hip-hop, like, yeah. repertoire, son. Like, and, you know what I'm saying? And I think the big thing also was that the fact that he also brought in his faith and prayed and right. to it. You know what I mean? Like, as kids, mm, it's yeah, not man. something, when you're in, like, when you're an adolescent, you're in high school, like, your faith in, for me at least, your faith in God or your faith in, in whatever wasn't something that you you carried and was proud of you know what i mean like mm-hmm. people probably be like oh you make fun of you a little bit or you know mm-hmm. whatever but the fact that he was able to be like so gutter and then mm-hmm. still like show his faith and then still mm-hmm. talk about like his the pain and emotion and stuff like that is something i think that's why it resonates with us so much because he was just so real and like even yeah. in his raps it's not like his raps his raps were so easy to understand mm-hmm. because he said exactly what it is that he wanted to there was no like subliminals or like mm-hmm. metaphors nothing like that no like it was just dmx mm-hmm. rapping and telling you exactly how he was feeling mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's funny yo did you say no subliminals right because you know how like we're, we're rap now uh or even like rap historically people never say the name of the dude they're dissing Mm-hmm. I just right. remember in uh, Get At Me Dog, where he was like, that case I look and suck my dick. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> he got beef with him. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yo. <laughs> yo. Oh, man. Like, you right, dog. Okay. Who okay. was it? Who was he? I thought he said K Slay. No, nah, K Solo. It was a oh. rapper named K Solo. Man. Man, that was, that was harsh. Like, I didn't even know who K Solo was before DMX told him to. Uh, <laughs> It's like, yo, he put his whole face in there when he said that. Oh man, you got you got to watch the uh, the Rough Riders documentary. It's though. happening. Yeah. It's happening. I remember uh, there was one part where um, Herb Gotti was like, yo, like when he felt like when he got to like the um, it might be the the third album, and like he felt like he wasn't getting the DMX that he wanted to get, he would just be like, yo, dog, like I'm about to scrap the song, like yo, like this this shit is weak. Like, we can't put this shit out. And he said DMX would get so angry, <laughs> get so angry and go back in the booth. Like, and that's how, like, uh, Irv Gotti would get, like, what he wanted out of him. And that's why he okay. sounds so angry in the booth because yeah. he would just piss him off to the point and he would be rapping at Irv Gotti, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You don't want to push too hard, man, because, you know what I mean? Was, you want to yeah. let his dogs off on you. <laughs> like, for yeah. real. So uh, earlier, uh, a couple of days ago, Deuce put up um, that the, the 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 thing on our uh, on our stories, the survey on our stories about what your favorite DMX song was, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I had no idea. Like, I thought that was the only one that would have put that up there. Mm-hmm. That Crime Story was my favorite song, right? And then later on, all those things like, Yo, Red, yo, we 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 like the same song. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> our favorite song from DMX is the same shit, bro. Like. Obviously, people gonna put get at me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, being uh, greedy. Stop being greedy. Rough like any of the other Catholics, any of the other classics, right? But crime story to me was just like 
he he walked you through like you know mm. some grimy ass shit that it was like, a trailer like, for a movie. It was a trailer for a movie, <laughs> and it was the movie at the same time. Son, when he flipped, when he flipped, and, and then did the girl Talk shorty voice. voice. That to me was like, and I'm not dressed, and the guy. It's just me here, and I'm not dressed. <laughs> that guy says kind of dangerous. Hope you're making the rest. That was a close one. <laughs> I was like, yo, son. Like, yo, the dude was, like, brilliant and, like, to, to know those points, bro, like, so plain, so blatant. His boy is like, fuck you done dead. He ran up in my crib, nigga, patting down my kids and the ex hung up on him. <laughs> yo, I had to go back and listen to the song, man, like, bro. after uh, after y'all posted it. Incredible, It's a great son. song. Bro. It's, it's great such song. a good song, son. And, like, you know, like, you could... Just the other day, I, I ran through like his first album, right? Mm. Bro, there's no reason to skip a song. Not not nope. single one, yo. There's no first reason two albums. to skip. Not, yeah. Yeah, the first, first two albums, there's no reason to skip a song, all, bro. Like you don't have to. And like anybody, you could pick any song from that shit to be mm. your favorite, bro. Mm-hmm. But Crime Story to me, just like, it just, it just, yo, man, he put so much creativity. It wasn't just him like wowing out, you know, spitting yeah. rhymes, yelling at the mic and shit yelling at Irv Gotti or whatever in the booth. It was this motherfucker like, yo, son, like this shit, this shit potentially happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably like, probably what, what catapulted his, his his career as an actor. <laughs> right, right, right. He's right. like, yo, this, this guy's a good storyteller. He got a, he's a great storyteller, man, and passionate too, son. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, you know, uh, X gonna give it to him at the beginning where he's like, You would not take this from me, baby. <laughs> That's him yelling at Irv Gotti. <laughs> yes, yes. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. I love that. I love yeah. that. Or, or in 24 Hours to Live. <laughs> oh, listen. When he kicked the door down on his verse, mm-hmm. 24 left until my death. I know. It's a lot of lives when I'm gonna cherish every breath. What? Uh. Son, yo, so many, so many lines, bro. Yo, so 24 hours to live, right? It's kind of yeah. off topic, kind of on top with off topic. But I think that's probably the most underrated hip hop collaboration of all time. 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who 100%. do you think had the best verse on 24 hours to live? Oh, man, bro. Jada was, Jada was ripping it. Mm. I, hold on, I gotta, gotta think too. Yo, but you know person. what? Styles P, son. Yo, Styles, Styles P. Styles P. For me. It's Styles for me. No, that was Jada. Oh, that was, was Jada. Okay, eat some fried chicken, drink some Nantucket. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. No, Styles P, I remember, because I think when I heard this song much recently, because before that, I was always uh-huh. like Jada because of that Nantucket. Right, yeah. I heard yeah. Styles P, like, probably like a couple weeks or last couple months. I'm like, man, Styles P might have had... Oh, yeah. Best verse on that thing, he yo. Did. Like he did. And now I gotta revisit, man. Hold on, we go, we can pa- we can pause it right here. Hold on. From that. Oh man. man. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like um for my opinion, I feel like X might have been I just feel like the energy from like when, I, when I heard yep. his voice yeah. bro like when I heard his voice like and not like matching the energy with 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 the verse too though like yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like that I'm 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 going to put Styles up under X mm-hmm. and then up under Styles is going to be Jada mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the rest can fall as they may yeah 
Man, I mean, I, I'm still going Styles number one though. But I heard it's, it's, just, it's just the energy, man, that, that X brought to the track. But, but, it but it's just that you know when when you when you he was last, but you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> he got to be last. He got to be last. Like I don't I don't know that. I don't know any you know song outside of four three two one where DMX is not last. Yeah, he right. has to be last. Was he on Buddy? Was he last on Buddy Power Respect? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But Maybe. but I, yeah, he I was. This is a beat that I can freak. Just drop the rail. Bust a nigga yeah. with the L. Y'all niggas know my skills. Yeah, he was. He had to go last. He had to go last. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. See, you don't you don't have no four three two one though. Like I felt like um, Hello Cool J just had too much of an ego to let DMX go last, but he should have. Actually, to be honest with you, I think Cannabis probably had the best verse on it, but. But I heard that LL Cool J went back LL and changed cool. his verse after yeah, he heard Kendrick's verse. I, 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 mm-hmm. Wouldn't you have to? Well, I mean, you yeah. have to. Could it be under cannabis and DMX on your own track? No, you <laughs> yeah. could be trash on your own track. Yeah, but like, he trash. But he trashed cannabis on the track. I know he did. I know that was did. that was why that was that was backhanded. That was mm-hmm. very backhanded. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm not saying like I would change my verse because like you know what I'm saying like I came on some licking lips soft shit and these mm-hmm. two niggas like <laughs> came through and 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 beat the boof up like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like you're gonna have to change your verse. He ain't had to come at campus, but he really didn't have to. You know what I'm saying, but that 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 record though was fire, yeah. bro. Red Four, three, two, man, one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. The video, too. Four, three, two, yeah. one. Oh, the video was very fire. The, yeah, the video was very fire. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, man. man, back when videos was videos, right? right. I couldn't even tell you last time I watched a music video, man. They still Neither, make music bro. videos? They, they do know. make music videos. They do make music videos. The, the next video that I already planned myself on watch was the one that um X had with the locks that just, that just popped up. You know what's funny about DMX videos, though? Like, there's, like, no DMX videos that probably cost money. No, <laughs> like every DMX He's video was in a warehouse or in a warehouse. Where, yeah, it's a homemade video. Yeah, <laughs> with a camcorder. It's crazy. The only DMX video that I think probably cost money was stop, stop dropping roll. Drop because yeah. they had to get the buses. They had to get the buses. Right, right. Oh, Rough Riders anthem. Nah, I mean that probably cost money. I'm talking about like real money, like when, when they had like a video budget where like you know how party, like, party you up. Know, yeah, you just don't ain't no CGI yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DMX videos, bro. Like, it's not even. I don't even think whoever it's editing. was there gonna be in the video. Like, mm-hmm. it's, there's no editing in his videos. It's just shot, bro. Nah, they will say a verse in one spot. Black cut. This next verse, standing on his bus. <laughs> oh man, like you see the video where uh, him and his daughter was on the slingshot. Yes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago, but you know somebody reposted it, obviously, man. And it's like, it's okay, baby. Daddy's right here. Daddy's right here, baby. Daddy's right here. I was like, oh shit, that's hot. (laughs) It's okay, baby. It's okay. It's like he's trying to like cover her, but nigga, like, are you screaming at me though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not comforting, daddy. Yo, son. First of all, I don't know why that small child was on the slingshot. (laughs) Word. She was way too small to be on the slingshot. Way too little. Like she looked like she could have slipped right through that little 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 holster. He he probably paid her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, It's DMX. Like it's DMX. My baby's riding with me. (laughs) R.I.P. to the dog, man. R.I.P. to the dog. All dogs go to heaven. Damn, dog. Never Uh, gonna be reunited with Boomer, bro. That's Mm. all I mean, man. The next one. Fuck, bro. You lost a great. Well, that's the podcast. 
like, follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, all that good stuff. Don't get at me, dog. And get at us, dog. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>